0: To you by the Las Cruces Sun News. This is Straight Shooter. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Justin Martinez, aka Jade the Sports Dude. And if you are listening right now, let me just say thank you for tuning in to Straight Shooter, the podcast where I shoot from the hip and give you everything that you need to know about the New Mexico State men's basketball team. This is episode eight of our season long journeys. If you're a returning listener, then welcome back. I missed you. And if you're new to the program, well, then welcome to the family. Where have you been all my life? Guys, we have a great episode in store for us this evening. So let's jump right into it. I'm coming to you from a place that I like to call the saloon. So the Barkeep, what do we have on tap for today? On tap today is a recap of the Mississippi State game, an interview with Sean Buchanan, and a preview of the Northern New Mexico game. Alrighty, thank you, Barkeep. I have my lasso in hand, and it's time for our post-game roundup. Second where I round up my thoughts on the most recent New Mexico State game, and in this case, the Aggies had a pair of games this past week. They earned a 65-40 home win over Arkansas Pine Bluff on Wednesday, followed by a 58-52 road win against Mississippi State on Sunday. Now, my first takeaway is from New Mexico State's game against Arkansas Pine Bluff, and it's that this team is completely different when Ivan Aracoachea is calling for the basketball. Now, the senior forward didn't get off to the, best start this season guys he was averaging 7.8 points and 3.8 rebounds while shooting just 59 percent from the free throw line through the month of november all of those stats were a pretty noticeable decline from last season stats however this guy's been turning it around as of late he's getting into the Christmas spirit in the month of December the Spaniard is averaging 10.8 points and six and a half boards now he is still shooting 53.6% from the charity stripe which is worth mentioning and something he definitely has to improve on but the game against the Golden Lions hopefully will mark a turning point in that department he went nine for 13 from the free throw line and this guy just looks so much more aggressive than he did earlier this season now hopefully this will continue because the additional of players such as Evan Gilliard II, A.J. Harris, Clayton Henry, which I will get into more later on in this podcast, they don't really affect Yvonne's minutes or his role since he is a big man. And with bigs such as C.J. Bobbin and Johnny McCants really spreading the court, the Aggies still need Yvonne to be that grinded out type of player in the paint, and he's been doing a great job with that lately. But now let's get into my roundup number
1: two. So speaking of Johnny
0: McCants, guys, my second takeaway is from New Mexico State's win over Mississippi State, and it's that the Reds, junior, isn't arriving next season once the seniors graduate. No, this guy is arriving right now. So McCants recorded a game high and a career high 18 points against the Bulldogs on 7 for 10 shooting, 3 for 6 shooting from deep, by the way, to go along with a trio of rebounds. He scored the first four points of the game, the first five points of the second half, and he had a key bucket with two minutes left, a really nice step back shot to give his team the lead so this guy was involved from start to finish he was that dude so congratulations to you johnny aka the cruces crusader on a career night and it was actually McCants' second straight start as well so he's now averaging a plus minus of 11 and a half points as a starter and i don't want to put too much weight on that because jansen said multiple times this season He's really more concerned with who's going to finish the game for him, which I think he's spot on about. But for the sake of this segment, I do think the CJ Bobbit works just fine in that second unit. Getting Gilliard eligible gives the bench some scoring. And Terrell Brown or Jabari Rice, whoever comes off the bench moving forward, is also going to put the ball through the hoop. So I'm personally good with McCant starting, and he makes it hard for you not to be good with the guys. He looks quick at that power forward spot. He's taking those shots from deep that he wasn't doing last season. And he has an effective field goal percentage of 61.9%, which is the highest on the team. So he's not forced it he's just a really great fit and it's clear that he plays a considerable role for the Aggies right now but now let's get into roundup number three so my final takeaway is also from New Mexico State's game against Mississippi State and it's that the backcourt is back now as all of you guys know the Aggies we've seen these past two months or so Have not been the team that we'll see at the end of the season due to injuries, but they're starting to look more like it. So the first player to join the squad was UTEP transfer Evan Gilliard II, who got deemed eligible to play for the first time against Arkansas Pine Bluff. He put up some modest stats in 17 minutes, but he really burst onto the scene against Mississippi State. The junior guard recorded 14 points and three assists in 20 minutes off the bench and let me tell you this dude is electric guys he's so fast he's so confident offensively in particular and he brings a whole new dynamic to a backcourt where players such as sean buchanan are more so focused on defense and sean williams has been more of a spot-up shooter this year gilliard however can create for both himself and his teammates and i think he's going to continue to thrive off the bench in a very similar role to what we've seen jabari rice have so far If Rice does continue to be the starter, then I think Gilliard is going to fit in really well at that six-man spot. Now, the other player to join the squad this week was AJ Harris, who's been out with a fractured finger. Now, Harris got cleared for contact drills on Thursday. He practiced for two days with the team in and out and decided that he was ready to go on Sunday against the Bulldogs. Now, he recorded three points and two assists on one for six shooting in 17 minutes, but honestly, I'm really not looking into those numbers at all because they're almost the same as Gilliard's stats against Arkansas Pine Bluff, and we saw what the dude did in the next game. The important takeaway is that Harris is back he still had that speed to him and he still was able to create for his teammates the Aggies are now just missing Clayton Henry who Jan said was two or three days maybe a game behind AJ in the recovery process now Jan said that last Monday so it has been a little while but either way the team should be getting him back very soon and this team is looking a lot more like the whack title team that we have seen the past couple seasons <laughs> So that buzzer means that is all the time we have for Lasso Up. And now it is time for our second segment where we are back to player interviews, guys. Now, with all the talk around Evan Gilliard II's eligibility and A.J. Harris's return, it's easy to overlook who has been holding it down this season at the point guard spot, Mr. Sean Buchanan. I got to talk to the senior that Jans claims is the biggest glue guy on the team about how he handled the bigger role at the start of the season and how much he enjoys being one of those gritty players that every squad needs. This interview was done after the Pine Bluff game just to put it out there, guys. So it is before the Mississippi State game, but I still think it's a great listen. So let me stop talking, though. Barkeep, change the channel real quick. You got it, boss. They yeah, had just starting off, um, obviously got into that starting role this season with A.J. being out. Hate for it to be because of that, but just how much do you really embrace this role, a bigger role on the team this season?
1: Uh, just try to go in every night, just do my job, and just try to help my team win as as I can, just affect the game defensively.
0: Yeah, definitely. What's AJ been just like as a teammate on the on the sideline? Is just constant support?
1: Yeah, it's constant support. It's been that way even when I was coming off the bench and he was starting. He would always support me and just always encourage me to be aggressive. And he's been good just trying to help me out.
0: Yeah. You guys have been playing together for a while now. Mm-hmm. Just what's the relationship like with
1: you and him? Uh it's a very uh, funny relationship just cause <laughs> we always joke with each other and just you know we both the PGs, so we just try to help each other as much we can. Stuff he see that I don't see help me with and stuff I see he don't see, I help him with it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Kind of talked about it before, but it seems like when you think of the bucky-getters on the team, traveling playing players like that, but I think you really have kind of an underappreciated mm-hmm. role, just yeah. defensive guy, gritty guy. We kind of mm-hmm. embrace that, being someone who's kind of focusing on more of the defense. Yeah, guy. ever since
1: that guy, I kind of just embraced that role because I know defense win games, and we got enough offensive players that I don't have to be an offensive player, so I just – Try to stick to my role and let them do the scoring.
0: Yeah, yeah. Spotlight, this isn't really important to you. So, like, that is more just win, getting the wins. It's important.
1: Uh, I think I have a good enough spotlight <laughs> for averaging two or three points just playing my role. People really uh, embrace me with that, and people really accept me for what I do. And, they, and the fans love it, so I just continue to do it. My coach loves it, so I do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. You guys just got Evan back, and then mm-hmm. a couple more guys hopefully coming back soon. Just, mm-hmm. Can you talk about just where the confidence is at with the team?
1: Uh, we're still just trying to – at this point – we're still trying to figure things out. We're just getting used to each other even more and just trying to play more together and more, more have more flow. And just by ever, um, adding to the teams, good, good guard and good uh, score. So it's add more depth and it's going to be nice. Yeah,
0: definitely. Mm-hmm. You mentioned just right now that uh, you guys have kind of had a bit of an underdog world this year. Mm-hmm. A little bit different from the past couple years because you guys have just been so dominant. Is this kind of something you guys are really embracing and getting to appreciate just kind of being... A little bit overlooked, and
1: uh, it's kind of yeah. been that way anyway. Even though we was expected to win a whack all the time, we always kind of been underdogs of New Mexico State. So we just embrace that role and just we try to call ourselves underdogs anyway, no matter what our record are.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I like to end all of these podcasts with just. Couple of nickname ideas, if you have some time, I'd just like to, to bounce a couple off your head so you think about uh, them. My teammates call me Shizzy. Shizzy? So Shizzy, Shizzy B. Shizzy B, okay. Yeah. We well, don't have to roll with any of these, but I still want to just hear what you think about them. All right. right. So, first one, you're from Mississippi, right? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about the Mississippi Menace? What are you thinking about that one? I like that one. I yeah? like that one. All right. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> and we got another one. We know that really good facilitator, so mm-hmm. passing is your strength. Mm-hmm. So, how about the cannon, because of your arm?
1: Uh, I like that one. I never yeah. thought of any of these, so they all good to me. Okay. Either one. Yeah. I not... like Menace because my menace? defense. Okay. Pens and I got game. one
0: more for you. Really shifty guard. So, how about Shimmy Sean? What you feel about that one? I like Shimmy I like <laughs> Sean because I like the biggest <laughs> three, best three so far. Yeah. I appreciate that. Favorite That's all three. That. <laughs> Which one was your favorite? Just wondering.
1: Mississippi Menace kind of because it's, it really described me because I'm a menace on the ball and Mississippi, where I'm from, I love where That's I'm there. from and I try to That's put on for it every day. And we just learned that Mississippi just have grit and be
0: grimy and just defense, I guess. So I'm a menace. Definitely. Man. Menace. Definitely. Well, that's all that I have. I appreciate right. it so much. Especially mm-hmm. I like got there, at Mississippi. Thank State. you. Man. Thank you. Alrighty, guys. So that was Sean Buchanan talking about his role with the team. Again, you need guys like that on the squad. And I appreciate him taking the time to talk to me. So shout out to you, Sean, if you're listening to this. Also, he's messing with the Mississippi menace. I think it fits. But apparently, he already goes by Shizzy B, which I got to say, I'm not mad at it, guys. So anyways, if you want to get to know more about Buchanan's impact, I'm going to be putting out an article tomorrow morning that really dives into just how much he does for the Aggies. But let's move on to segment number three, which is a preview of the upcoming New Mexico State game. And in this case, up next on the schedule for the Aggies is a home game against Northern New Mexico on Sunday at 4 p.m. The Eagles are a 3-11 NAIA squad, so it's definitely not the stiffest competition, but I'm still here to tell you who the Aggies need to watch out for. The top player to watch out for on this Eagle squad is Naquan Sullivan, a six foot five senior that is a walking Bucket, the shooting guard slash small forward is averaging a team high 18.5 points per game this season, but in the last five games, he's actually averaging 25.2 points per contest, guys. He will shoot the three ball, but he's at his best when he's getting to the rim and getting to the foul line as well. Expect him to have the ball in his hands a lot on Sunday and we'll see if New Mexico State can contain him. Another player to watch out for is Tyreek Weaver, a 6'7 junior averaging 14.9 points and a team-high 6.8 boards per game. Now, Weaver is a very similar player to Johnny McCants in the sense that he's a mobile big that can shoot from deep and also hold his own on the glass, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. And now, this is normally, guys, where I like to give my keys to success, but you know that we are straight shooters around these parts guys so with an NAIA squad the Aggies don't exactly have to play perfect basketball in order to win let's just be honest so instead of doing that I'm going to talk about what I think New Mexico State can work on in this game before they begin whack play with a road contest against a very good California Baptist team on January 4th and the first thing is to place an emphasis on free throws now what's interesting is that the aggies have attempted 232 free throws this season compared to the 233 that their opponents have attempted so only a one free throw difference almost the exact same however new mexico state has only made 153 of them compared to the 179 that their opponents have made that is a 26 free throw difference and that is actually what can decide a couple of these really close games so something that they have to clean up and it's just a matter of focus and conditioning and I think the Sunday's game is the perfect opportunity to do just that get to the line at will and see if you can knock down those freebies and build some momentum and speaking of momentum guys I'm also looking for Terrell Brown to get more involved in this offense now everybody had a feast against Western New Mexico in the season opener because the Mustangs are a Division team. Brown didn't play in that game. Now his season high is only 6 points so far this year, but this is a matchup that is as good as it gets for the rest of the year. I say let him go to work and build some of that confidence before whack play begins because the Aggies need him to play like last year's version if they want to really succeed this season. Now it is time for my prediction, so can I get a drum roll, please? So for this one guys, I'm going with New Mexico State at a score of 94-48. Again, this is not a knock on Northern New Mexico. No disrespect meant towards them, but they just don't have the firepower to keep up on the scoreboard with a Division I squad. I do still think this is a game that is important for the Aggies because it's a chance to test a couple things out, maybe even try some guys in different roles, etc., before whack play begins, but that's about all that there is to it. Anyways, that is going to do it for episode eight of Straight Shooter. If you enjoyed listening, please leave a like on YouTube or SoundCloud, a retweet on Twitter, all of that good stuff. Also, I apologize if my voice sounds a little bit hoarse. I unfortunately kicked off my Christmas vacation by getting sick. So, again, I apologize for that. But, anyways, guys, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. I hope you're having a great couple of days. This has been Justin Martinez, a.k.a. Jay the Sports Dude, and I'll see you all next Monday. I'm out.